This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 13th of April. In your squiz today, a gruesome video out of Ukraine, Cyclone Ilsa to make landfall, men don't moisturise, and NASA's newest Mars experiment. This is your squiz today. President Volodymyr Zelensky has overnight condemned what appears to be the beheading of a Ukrainian soldier by a Russian, captured in a video that has been circulating on social media. Yeah, and we'll go light on the details here, but what media outlets have called a video that's grainy and extremely graphic has been doing the rounds. Uh, You can apparently see a yellow armband and that marks out Ukrainian soldiers. There's also a white leg band and that is what Russian soldiers have been wearing during this conflict. Uh, The Ukrainian president says that the video is something that no one in the world can ignore. He's also said that we won't forget anything, nor will we forgive murderers. Uh, Russian officials have responded to the video calling it horrible, but they also say that its authenticity needs to be verified. There isn't much more we know about the video yet, including the identities of the soldiers involved or even where it was filmed, although some media are speculating that the video is from eastern Ukraine and it's from the European summer, which would make the atrocity at least a few months old. As for what happens now, Ukrainian officials say they are launching an investigation. Yeah, they say that they're going to try to work out the identities of the men in the video. Uh, They've also opened a pre-trial investigation into what they're calling a war crime. It certainly isn't the first time that Russia's been accused of war crimes in this ongoing conflict. Uh, Those who have been following along will also remember that Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, is under an arrest warrant that was issued by the International Criminal Court on suspected war crimes. Meanwhile, we know from those leaked Pentagon documents that we talked about earlier in the week that the US believes there's no quick end to the war in sight and a stalemate is the most likely outcome in the near future. This week, we've been watching Tropical Cyclone Ilsa as it bears down on the north coast of Western Australia and declare it looks like the cyclone will make landfall today. Yeah, there's been an update from the Bureau of Meteorology saying that Ilsa could be a Category 4 storm when it hits the coast between Broome and Port Hedland. That's what they're forecasting at the moment. Uh, It would make it the biggest storm to strike that region in a decade. And if you're wondering what Category 4 means, um, the bomb reckons that a cyclone has strong winds that can blow away a caravan. I think that's a very technical kind of explanation. (laughs) Uh, Offshore oil and gas operations in that area have already been shut down. Residents have been told to prepare for potential flooding and also for power outages. Broome could even be cut off by the road. State emergency crews in the area have been put on standby to help if needed. So if you are in the Pilbara and Kimberley region, please stay safe. Is it finally time for some good economic news? Absolutely not. It is 2023 (laughs) after all. 
The International Monetary Fund released an updated economic outlook yesterday, and it's going to be a while before Australia is out of the woods. Yeah, and it's certainly not just Australia. What the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, says uh, in its latest global outlook is that the world is entering a perilous phase for the economy. Uh, So absolutely not good news for the economy. Uh, There's low economic growth expected this year. Uh, In fact, the IMF reckons that for Australia, uh, we're probably looking at expanding just 1.6% this year. And that certainly is down on growth rates of the past, uh, globally looking at 2.8%. Our Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, has said that the global economic situation uh, has only become more challenging and that certainly Australia isn't immune to these big global trends. And Jim Chalmers, of course, will be heading to a G20 finance gathering in the US later this week before coming back to Australia to prepare to deliver his federal budget at the start of May. Claire, you and Alice have been following the reports of how King Charles' coronation will go down at Westminster Abbey on 6 May. And overnight, we heard about the most anticipated RSVP of all the 2,000 guests. Yep, that has come in. Prince Harry will attend his father's big day. There's been a lot of questions about whether he would do that, Mm. but he won't have his plus one with him. Uh, His wife, Meghan, won't be coming to London for the big event. What Royal Watchers say is that the decision for Meghan to reject that invitation uh, will be seen as continuing unresolved family. Family tensions. Uh, they haven't been seen with the royal family since Harry published his memoir, Spare. That was at the start of this year. And of course, that book outlined all the difficult details of his disagreements with other members of the royal family, and particularly his father. Those on the Sussexes side have also noted that the 6th of May is the fourth birthday of their eldest child, Prince Archie. And Archie will be remaining in the US with his mother. And the drama and intrigue isn't over yet. Harry is no longer a working royal, so we still don't know. There's still speculation over what part, if any, he will play in the coronation. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. I've got to say, Claire, this story disappoints me deeply. A survey by a skincare brand has turned up the result that a third of men aged between 18 and 42, fully one third do not have a skincare routine. It just begs the question, Alex, do you have a skincare routine? I actually do. It's not a sophisticated one, but, you know, bit of face wash, bit of moisturiser, <laughs> I'm good. I always thought you are a bit of a rare bird, Alex. So, <laughs> Thank you, Claire. Uh, look, this marketing survey uh, will take the results with a grain of salt uh, because, of course, as you say, it comes from a skincare brand, uh, but it found that half of those respondents would rather go on a bad date uh, or go to a doctor's appointment (laughs) than maintain a skincare routine. Uh, 45% would rather clear out their email inbox 
than actually deal with their face. Uh, and 73% said that they need an intervention for their self-care <laughs> habits. Well, consider this an intervention, fellas. It's it's super easy. Basic face wash, bit of moisture, <laughs> 60 seconds, twice a day. It's easy. Just, just do it's it. It's not that hard. Yeah. Claire, have you ever wanted to go out to space with all the comfort of staying on Earth? Well, NASA has just the thing for you. They have unveiled their new Mars simulation habitat to help astronauts prepare for life on the red planet. Yeah, so just to set the scene a bit, it's based in Houston, in Texas. Uh, It's a red 3D printed space hut. (laughs) The floors are made of red dirt because, of course, I guess if you're going to the red planet, you need a bit of red in your life. Uh, It has four rooms and a gym. It's going to host four volunteers who are going to live completely inside that habitat for a year. Uh, The trial runs from this summer and it's really supposed to help NASA prepare uh, for what astronauts' life on Mars might look like. And if this is your kind of thing, I actually have a great recommendation. There is a podcast called The Habitat, which was recorded inside one of these experiments a couple of years ago. It's a really, really excellent listen. Mm. Good one. Squiz the day, Claire. What is in the calendar today? Well, we can keep with the space theme. It's the anniversary of the NASA famous line, Houston, we have a problem here. Uh, That was said back in 1970 during the Apollo 13 mission. Claire, it's also World Scrabble Day. I know you said yesterday that you you haven't played Scrabble, (laughs) so today is your day. I believe in you. Today's the day. (laughs) Seize the day. That is all we have for you today. Thank you for listening to The Squiz and we'll see you tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.